0: The Nemeth Narratives is a collection of stories infused with delightful and insightful thoughts, punctuated with side trips to the fear and anxiety that often challenges many of us in moving forward towards our goals, our dreams, our successes. This is a collection of stories narrated by the authors that take us through their personal journeys intermingled with the roller coaster ride of emotions. For some, it's the first time they've shared and it started with one thought. Everyone has a story. Our collection of stories began as the participants coast their creativity out over plates of comforting Filipino food. Through the sounds of joyful sharing, Alicia, that's me, Emma, and Benito explained the concept of using Community-Friendly Platform, a podcast so that this group of younger generation artists and creatives in San Diego could share their journeys of hope.
1: It was not an easy process. It took several months of self-exploration and intuitive storytelling by each of our subjects before they each settled on a topic and allowed themselves to hear their own voice and share them with us, the audience. The culmination of self and group growth led us to our first collaboration, The Nemeth Narratives. We thank and honor our storytellers for allowing us to accompany them on their journey. And the following artists are Adrian Pangilinan, Elixis Julio, Isabel Adamos, Jessica Mercado, Kayla Gaylang, Marian Aguas, Marisa Rojas, Martha Gaiters, Colin Scully, Seth Dasho, and Trixie Aguiao. The Nemeth Narratives is funded by the Alexander and Eva Nemeth Foundation, and done in partnership with the San Diego Filipino Cinema, a San Diego-based nonprofit. The project is led by the wonderful Alicia De Leon Torres, a creative writer and the deputy director of the Nemeth Foundation, Emma Francisco Bautista, an award-winning independent film producer. And me, Benita Bautista, an independent film director.
2: A Love Letter to Amor by Jessica Mercado Dear Amor, Where does the unresolved pain of your past reside in my body? And what part has it made me its home? Is it woven in the fabric of our shared memories? My soul birthed from yours, that which houses my body, somehow it remembers. For years, it had been ingrained within the fibers of my being to never actualize my full potential because it would elicit the risk of some form of rejection from you. You would tell me what gang machado, even the way I put away the clean dishes back into the dishwasher, was always too loud. With eyes cast downward, you reminded me of my place, my position in this world. As a girl, as a Filipina, and as your mirror manifested into this world. Was I what you were dreaming of? More. there were moments where you were dreaming. I thought that I was dreaming when you said you loved me. I internalize your unconscious beliefs of limitation due to your necessary commitment to our survival. I struggle some days learning how to mother myself. Were you afraid when you ran away from the village? the only home you ever knew? When you ventured to Manila in search of a better life, risking your own, your safety, your innocence, risking all that you knew or more to be? As a little girl, you washed your flowing black hair with coarse powder detergent, wishing you had known better about the abrasions, the scars it would leave behind, Desperate and looking outward for someone to save you. How could you have known? The stranger who frightened you on your way to school? Fearful of his reappearance as you walked miles away from your village? Vulnerable, innocent, alone were you. I wish I could have held you. I would provide you with reassurance that you are safe now that none of it was your fault. And yes, amor, you are still full of love, and you are love. It took years for you to gain citizenship, to become fully present, Dito in the here and the now. I would quietly move about our home to not disturb the turbulent forces that stirred inside of you, straddling two realms of being separated by the sea. I was a child then, too young to comprehend what detachment meant, what it means to let go. There was no stability for secure attachment when the foundation was never solidified. The catastrophic eruption at its core, the pyroclastic flows of Mount Pinatubo displacing you, the loss of tangible roots left with memories of once was, uprooted without consent. This awe feels so familiar, yet you know it well. I recall moments watching you slip away, then regaining consciousness back into our reality. Nane had traces of her memory left, only small remnants of you, her daughter. She carried around your Christmas card with promises of our return to the motherland. She would open it and the music from the card would play throughout the village. The people would say, Nana, your daughter will be here soon. Amor is coming, Nana. In confusion, she would respond, who is Amor? You had dreamt of your arrival here, leaving behind the only home you ever knew. And just then, you began to slip from her mind, the safe haven that once housed you. She passed hours before our arrival. You wept and I cried in your arms, your tears of despair. I was three yet, I felt your pain. Maybe it was the long procession from our village to the church, walking hand in hand with your family, leaving our ancestral homeland to bury the love you once knew. Perhaps it was a steel trowel that sealed our coffin with running cement that brought me closer to you. The melting wax from the candles dripping onto our hands. A family in a gypney scooped me from your arms. A whole village coming together to help while you grieved. Someone fed me. They put me to sleep. They fanned me with a pomaipai as they wiped away my tears. The same tears that seared your cheeks. In the States, there there is no one but you that makes me feel this safe. I'm beginning to remember the love you once knew. I no longer wish to suppress. I no longer wish to run. Running away from the pain ultimately means running away from you. I have always feared losing you. Now my greatest fear is losing myself in you. I now affirm that it is possible to uncover who I truly am apart from you. I now release the obligation to secure the future at the expense of our own silent suffering. And I'm open to the infinite divine to help assist in reclaiming our power with the knowledge that you are right here with me. Your language of love was never verbal. At times, it was violent. But I know it hurt you to see yourself inflict your pain onto us. It hurt you more than it hurt us. Yet still, Amor, the language of your love, always displayed as an act of servitude and reminders of how to be better Your words once broke me, now all they do is strengthen me. You spoke more than three languages in our home, Tagalog for daddy, Pangasinan for kuya, English for ate, and your language of radical love for me. I am now returning back home to myself, rebuilding a home within myself with the hands of our ancestors from our village. Truly, we are your greatest love manifested into physical being, brought here by adversity and resiliency as our guiding force. You and I are the embodiment of love unsheathed. Through shared grief, lean on me now as a product of your love. Together, we are unlearning. I am honoring the pain, amore. The wound is where the light enters and we must feel the wound to heal the wound. I'm strengthened by the fortitude of your love and divine discernment, tapered with emotional resiliency, uncovering your wounds and addressing them lovingly. It is okay to be afraid, to feel vulnerable. I am with you in the here and now. Your strength precedes you. Forgiveness of ourself is a light that will guide the path. The beauty of your essence evolves. It continues to transform as we grow. And here we are, returning back to the home that you have always wanted to build within me, this time fortified with the foundation of love. Dear Amor, my love, my mother, I love you, always, your daughter.